from 1924 when he threw rocks around a canyon down into the modern age he's been a boon companion though many folks have seen him know now none of them have held him or brought a decent hair sample to dr jeffrey meldrum if you're walking through the woods one night and you see a vague footprint Build a mold and cast that bitch, cause it could be a hit. But if you've never seen a Sasquatch, just seek it, you will find. Because Bigfoot is a state of mind. Yes, Bigfoot is a state of mind. Hello everybody, welcome back to the Hidden Zoo, where every week or so... Uh, we talk about an animal that probably doesn't exist. Uh, my name is Don, and with me, as always, is Ryan. Party on, Don. Party on, Ryan. Blake's not here this week. Blake is uh, working. He works on Z Nation, or as he calls it, um, uh, the Walking Dead for Juggalos. And so he's he's working today and possibly on recording days for the next I don't know how long. So, Well, we would like to say how much we miss Balake. <clears throat> We do miss Balake. And, uh, yeah, he's he's busy doing set decoration and and painting. La- last year he painted uh, zombie juggalo cars. He showed them to me. Like That's that pretty was, sweet. That was his job. I love juggalos. Yeah. I mean, They're not like, like, people. like ironically, like not really. Yeah. Yeah. I like reading stuff about ridiculous things that they do yeah and they do a lot of ridiculous things like the fact that they're 40 year old men that still dress up like clowns i mean really i mean you're a little closer to 40 than i am but we're both pushing 40 and 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 we still dress up in costumes at conventions that's a good point it's true it's just uh our costumes are cool though yeah and 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 we don't throw poo at tila tequila yeah like we we pretty much avoid tila tequila yeah i mean they can't avoid her when if if they if if she gets invited to the gathering of the juggalos and they want to go to their big juggalo gathering and she's there, I mean, it's the like the only thing to do is throw poop at her. It's like I hate Ed Greenwood, but if he's at Gen Con, I can't avoid him. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, we could not go to his panel. That's well, I I know, but you always see him in the in the fucking hallway walking around dressed as Elminster because he's crazy. <laughs> <clears throat> Seriously, he believes himself to be the wizard he created. He's nuts. So, uh, yeah, we were gone for a few weeks because I was uh, traveling and Ryan was sick and Blake was doing a World War II reenactment. And then this is so so we're back. Yeah, I, I feel better now. So good. Good. Uh, I, I I don't feel great, Ryan. I knocked I, I, I spent I spent the last two days chainsawing trees in my backyard. And now your allergies are what? killing you? No, that went away. Like, that was pretty bad yesterday. But uh, my arms and shoulders and chest hurt. And one of the trees, I did my best to fell it backwards away from my house. But it fell towards my house and took out a segment of fence. Nice. Luckily, the fence is getting replaced by a much larger fence next week. So. Is I it d- 110 where you are? No, it's like 95. Oh, it's hotter than shit. I can't even go outside. Well, um, that's because they just found a shitload of ketamine in Nebraska. That's I don't know. Did, did. did you see that story? I saw they found a bunch of fentanyl. 
Uh, oh yeah, fentanyl, not ketamine, fentanyl. Yeah, the stuff oh. that like like a single grain of it, if you touch it, kill you. <laughs> and they found like a literal ton of it. It's just like two guys driving a truck full of it, and that, that's literally what happened. It was just two guys driving a truck full of fentanyl. Yeah. I wonder what the what the state patrol guy was like when he found all that shit. He opens the back up and he's like, "Man, these guys have a lot of flour." Oh, wait a minute! <laughs> oh shit! This ain't flour. I just scored a touchdown. <laughs> Maybe they were both drunk and he got to get them on DUI too. He just met his quota for like a year. <coughs> yeah, you he just doesn't gonna... have to cop anymore. He just... no. He found a ton of fentanyl. Now he gets to sit at home. Oh, but 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 you know what? Now I get to sit at home all year. I was really looking forward to shooting an unarmed black man. Is that what I he could just do that anytime he wants. That's you know? true. That's one of the one of the privileges of being a cop. Yeah, he could just go down to Wendy's and be like, "They were coming right for me." <laughs> like a whole family of just look nice, look nice I know, citizens. I, I know he was naked, but have you seen the size of their of their? Now I don't want to be crude here, but have you seen the size of of their willies? Of their genitalia. The genitalia is a dangerous weapon on them. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Did you hear the story about uh, it was several years ago that cops was here in Omaha? What? And they were filming, and it's they were filming, and some guy they got called to the Wendy's right down the street from my house, <laughs> like literally just a few blocks. And the sound man for cops got caught in the crossfire and killed. Oh shit! And they recently settled with his family. Yeah, it was nuts. That must have been a while ago. Time. Cops has been off the air for a number of years. I I want to say it was 2015. Wow, I, I didn't know it maybe. went that long. But yeah, it's been three, maybe four years ago. But wow. it was the first in like major injury slash fatality that the show had ever had. That's surprising. And of course, it was here. It was our Omaha cops that killed the guy. Yeah. <laughs> because Because the perpetrator had like a BB gun. Oh, good. So they they killed an innocent sound guy. Yep. Because some and they, dude had a. They killed the BB gun guy too. Well, that's good. Because that's all you do. Well, and and I can understand like thinking that the BB gun was a gun. But yeah. How is your aim so poor that the sound guy that's just chilling behind you? Yeah. Around and shoot the guy behind you. <laughs> the guy with the, it, like the eight foot boom. And it had to be it had to be the cops because nobody else had a gun. Uh, I don't know. Is there is there a grassy knoll nearby that Wendy's? No. Was there a second no BB grassy. gunman? No, no grassy knoll. Like uh, in, no book depositories. Like in, in during the settlement, like the original trial before they decided to settle, like the preliminaries, they're like, eh, here's the video of his the the sound man's head went back back and to the to left. The left. <laughs> it's like it's a Pruder video of cops. No, the crazy thing is they all wear bulletproof vests. But the bullet actually went under his shoulder. Oh, fuck. And it, you know, where there's no protection yeah. from the vest, and it entered his body. And so I'm just like, how, number one, how in the fuck did the cops shoot him? And how did they, how did they shoot him so perfectly that it went under his arm, like when Reagan got shot? Yeah, good just work. Went under his arm and ricocheted all over and just killed him. All right, let's talk about cryptids.
Yeah, no, no more horrible, awful stories like yeah. people getting shot. Yeah. So I, I want to. Um, I'm going to switch gears a little bit for my story this week. Um, I because I have uh, some personal experience with uh, a semi-famous cryptozoologist. And Ryan, I'm, so I know you've heard this story before because we've done cryptozoology panels at Gen Con a few times. And so Absolutely. I, I, I'm sorry uh, to rehash it for you, but I think it's worth telling on the podcast. I'll um, pepper witty, witty yeah. banter. So I, uh, I have met an, uh, Dave Sheely. And if you don't know who Dave Sheely is, Dave Sheely is the foremost researcher, quote unquote, of the dreaded skunk ape, <laughs> the Florida Bigfoot. The and, big feet? Yeah, it's like I, I know you've heard the skunk ape a thousand times, but it's still such a stupid name. It still makes you laugh. It does, yeah. I, it's, it's, you know, like saying wieners and butthole. <laughs> it's always going to be funny. They're just funny. <laughs> funny words. So so uh, Dave Sheely, uh, at, hold on, I want to I do a bit of research here. I don't want to speak out of turn because I have not visited his place in the Everglades in a few years. I want to make sure yeah. it's still there. If we're going to make fun of this guy, we got to make sure it's 100% legit. Yeah, because I, I, I'm going to relay my personal experience. A skunk ape researcher. Yeah, the foremost. Sk- okay, so it looks like it still exists because I know uh, he was in some financial trouble a little while ago. So he he owns a uh, a place just smack in the middle of the fucking Everglades called the Skunk Ape Research Headquarters. <laughs> um. I can't believe this is a place. And, and, and campground. And campground. And and it's also a campground. Uh, so Do you do your taxes and get your tires changed there, too? or <laughs> I didn't ask. <laughs> it just... <laughs> it's a skunk A research center and campground and bait. <laughs> and Christopher Lambert shows up there Sign. Thursdays at 9 o'clock. I have come to sign letters <laughs> I, of my name. I am I am Connor McLeod of the clan McLeod. My career has allowed me to show up at the skunk grape. I can't do that. <laughs> He's French, but he sounds like an alien. <laughs> It really does. So, yeah, so Dave Shilley owns that, and he actually has a partner. And looking at it right now, I guess they took research out of the title. Now it's just the Skunk Ape headquarters. The Skunk, skunk Ape? So, skunk? so they're not doing research anymore? No, it's just they the headquarters. They've done all the research they can. It's like the Skunk Ape HQ. There is no more research that can be done and, on the Skunk Ape. So now it like, makes me think of, like, you, you know, you buy a G.I. Joe HQ and you put all your G.I. Joes into it. So now they've built, maybe that's, he's found them, and that's where they deploy from. So when, when they go to walk slowly through the Everglades <laughs> and have blurry photos taken of them, they deploy from the Skunk Ape headquarters. They go from the Skunk Ape headquarters. Yeah, so, uh, but when I visited, and I've been there twice, it's, it was the Skunk Ape Research Headquarters. And uh, so Interstate, or not Interstate, uh, State Highway 41 is, uh, is a highway that cuts com- just east to west across Florida, near uh, kind of near like the southern tip of the Florida Panhandle. Like if you were to circumcise Florida, you'd circumcise it at Highway 41. 
Gotcha. And it just goes all the way through the Everglades, right through Alligator Alley, and uh, and Dave Shealy Skunk Ape headquarters is located right smack in the middle. So I have been there twice on road trips to scuba dive in the Florida Keys. Hold on a second. Something just fell off my wall. Give me a second to put it It's over. too bad that they don't call it, like, Castle Skunk Ape or Skunk Ape Mountain. Castle Ape Skull. By the power of Ape Skull! <laughs> Come on in, boys. So, We're going to teach you the power of Ape Skull. So I, this is a thing I saw on, like, a Roadside Attractions website, because I'm obsessed with Roadside Attractions. And and uh, one of my best friends, uh, I and I, were, were headed down to Florida to go scuba diving in the Florida Keys. And we saw this, and we said, well, if we go down, we, normally we would drive down. The, we, we'd drive, driven to Florida five or six times. And we drove down, like, the east side of the state just straight to the Keys. And he said, well, we can just drive down the west side of the state and then across 41 and stop there. It only adds a couple of hours. Okay, sure. What the fuck? So we time our drive to hit the Skunk Ape Research Facility at about noon. And uh, we walked in. Well, actually, I walked in. Uh, I uh, was uh, busy out front taking the, uh, a picture of the enormous fiberglass puma that they have in the front for some reason. So it's a Skunk Ape Research Center with... Puma. Puma. Um, in front. Okay. Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's seriously it's a 30-foot long, probably 10, 15-feet high puma. So it, do they use that to to signify that they're a skunk ape research center, kind of like, you know, the old tobacco stores that have, like, a big, tall, wooden Indian, Indian? in Indian? I don't know. They're, they're the only one of their kind, so it's hard to draw a pattern. <laughs> so if you had to make another one. Yeah, you would put the giant puma, puma in front. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we, uh, I walked in, and I was looking at this puma, and inside the Skunk Ape Research Headquarters is, uh, is a gift shop of chintzy Skunk Ape merchandise and a life-size plastic sh- uh, statue of a gorilla, like okay. you know, an existing uh, 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 primate. And there's nobody around. Uh, there, there's nobody there at that time. So I walks in, and we're looking over this shit, and he ends up going to the bathroom, and, and he misses a good chunk of, of my actual interaction with Dave Sheely because he was taking a dump. Now, something you need to know about Dave Sheely. Dave Sheely has written books about the skunk ape. They're all self-published, and he's done his own illustrations. That just makes it even better. I will do my best. Here, let me Google it right now. I'm going to see if I can find a picture, one of his pictures. <laughs> To send to you to get your reaction, and then I'll link to it in the show notes, or perhaps even make it make it the image for this uh, this episode. I love it when these guys do this, do shit like that. You know, rather than like publish the research and have it peer reviewed, they just they just self publish a book. Oh, and full of all my skunk ape research, and and it's not. I mean, book is book is putting it lightly. Gotcha. More like, like a pamphlet or yeah, a periodical. Yeah, he wanted to. He was just kind of channeling, uh, you know, the founding fathers. He put out a pamphlet. <laughs> it's not. A, it's not a thing that happens anymore, you know. <laughs> just uh, when I, when I listen to podcasts about history, and they're like, and then they publish competing pamphlets. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> All right, so I went. To, I'm going to put go into publisher and put out a trifold with my opinions on it. That doesn't happen anymore. Okay, so. There's an, there's uh, the cover image from his uh, his skunk ape book. This has got to be good. Drawn by Dave Shield. 
Isn't it? Isn't it though? Isn't it great? It looks like Moss Man from He Man. It does. It's uh, yes. That's perfect. It is the power of Ape Skull. <laughs> so the book is called Skull. The Everglades Skunk Ape Research Field Guide. All right, and it's he drew the illustrations, and he's not like. Okay, he's a bad artist, but he's not the worst artist in the world, but he's not good enough to be illustrating his own books. Like it's like this it's signed K Chesser. Is it? Yeah, at the bottom it says K Chesser. That lying son of a bitch. He told me he did his own illustrations. Well, maybe he did other illustrations. But okay, K. okay. And now I'm looking Chesser. at the cover. Okay, there's a picture of the actual cover, and it's this il- image in yellow. It says Everglades Skunk Ape Research Field Guide. And right underneath the, the leading foot of the skunk ape, it says, written by David Sheely, cutting off the signature <laughs> the of the actual so this, artist. This guy wanted to take credit for this really <laughs> shitty drawing. Oh, so we got this dumpy drawing. It's, it looks like a middle schooler who, if he practices, might one day be a good... You know, pencil sketch artist, but he's not right. quite there yet, you know, yeah. um, and he'll post it on Tumblr and all of his friends will say he's really good, uh, but he's not. Because he's in seventh grade. I mean, it's still, it's it's probably still better than Robert, uh, Rob Liefeld because it has feet. It does have feet. It has yeah. feet. Um, and it's obviously not a female skunk ape because if it was and, and Liefeld drew it, it'd have ginormous tits well yeah and, and and if it's related to bigfoot we know from the patterson footage that actual big feet have ginormous tits and ginormous this, this one tits, does and it's and whatever wiener it has is, is hidden in its moss man fur so anyway so now i i learned something new today doing this episode i learned that i was lied to by dave <laughs> sheely about the origin and providence of the illustrations in the skunk ape research field guide so that's one of the things there and to this day i wish i had purchased a copy but i was a poor grad student at the time and it was like everything i had just to take this trip in the first place so well, I, how much how much was he charging i don't remember i remember thinking it was overpriced <laughs> so i mean was it like three dollar pamphlet or like a thirty dollar no pamphlet? it was it was it, it was double digits it was at least 10 bucks Oh, that's ridiculous. And it was one of those, you know, it, it, it was like uh, a double, like, it was stapled. Like, it wasn't bound. It was an eight and a half by 11, probably, just a bunch of sheets folded in half and then staples twice up the spine with, like, construction paper quality cover on it. So, they, like, it, it was very, it was self-published. It was self-printed. It probably, he probably was barely making a profit, I guess. Now, now that I think about it with even what he was charging because of the cost of doing that yourself. But I, just, well, I didn't buy one. And there was other shit there, too. You know, like, yeah, stuff that just said Skunk Ape Research Headquarters and Campgrounds. Um, did they have T-shirts? I think they did. I think they that, did. That, yeah. that, would be, that would be the thing I'd yeah. want to pick up. <clears throat> so uh, uh, after a few minutes of me looking over the shit, a, uh, a bald dude with like four teeth and like an old sweat stained holy wife beater comes out of this back area and uh you know it just says hey if you have any questions you just let me know i'm gonna be in the back all right uh, that's not dave Sheely. i have seen dave Sheely on tv and and so i knew this wasn't him i figure oh this must be his partner or something <clears throat> So he didn't have a name tag on No, I still don't know this guy's name. I've had okay. multiple and very positive interactions with this this uh, toothless redneck gentleman. I have no idea what his name is. Never introduced himself. Can we, no can name we tag. just call him Fergal? Fergal, sure. That's actually that's a good description. Fergal. I like that. <laughs> so Fergal goes back into this back area, and then another couple minutes later, I know this sounds like it's taking a while, uh, and my friend's still in the bathroom, but he... <laughs> 
takes very long shits. I've been taking. I've like been taking the longest. He does. Like life. seriously, he will come to my house and just like shit for like forty five minutes. I don't know why or how, and I'm worried about him. But uh, he's a big boy, so if that's yeah. how he likes to poop, it's uh, how he can poop. So anyway, he's still in the bathroom, and then a couple of minutes after Fergal leaves, then a you know six foot ish white dude with khaki shorts and and you know like an explorer type like wide brimmed hat and a beard comes forward and I'm like, oh, this is the guy. And he introduced himself. He says, hi, I'm Dave Shealy. Have you ever heard of the Skunk Ape before? And I said, yeah, I have. I've read about it in books and TV shows and stuff. And and I'm like, I'm not going straight up and being like, yeah, I think you're full of shit. It's a dick move and I want to hear what he has to say. <clears throat> sure. So he starts to tell me uh, about how he is in the midst of um, negotiating with with the, the Discovery Channel. Obviously, and, based and, on his right. artwork. And they've just uh, approved uh, a 60-episode uh, documentary series about the podcast. Which, if anybody has any idea how television works, you got to have a pilot first. Yeah. And he said, nope, you know, I just pitched it, they approved it, we're going to go film 60 episodes. So needless to say, I uh, that, that show never materialized. Uh, yeah. This is 2011, so seven years ago. Uh, still no 60 episode Skunk Ape Dave Shealy special on Discovery Channel. I, I would have been skeptical myself. Yeah, um, but I was just like, yeah, it's pretty cool because I don't know who the fuck knows. These shows run Monster Quest and whatever. Maybe they did talk to Dave Shealy. Say, hey, cool, yeah, I'll watch it if it shows up. Uh, and he starts telling me, and 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 oh, something I forgot to mention about uh, uh, Highway 41 is that he is the only he's the only white man who owns a business on Highway 41. Uh, it's it, the uh, east west of him is lots and lots and lots of uh, Indian reservations. Oh, okay. And every four or five miles along Highway 41, you see so and so's airboat tours. It's just like a whole bunch of reservations uh, where they run airboat tours for white people coming through the Everglades. So it's him surrounded by a bunch of Native Americans. Look, ma, it's a gator. And <laughs> gators are cool. Don't make fun of gators. I wonder. I wonder if the Native American people who run those tours come up with like crazy names for themselves. Oh, oh no, they, they do. Uh, oh yeah. Like the the tours are always like running buffaloes tour and wild <laughs> coyotes uh, uh, airboat tours. And, you know, it's, they seriously do. And and I guarantee his name is like Bill. Tim. Yeah. Like maybe his bill. It's like Bill Littlefeather or something. But his name is yeah. Bill. His name's yeah. But now he's become running gazelle because that's what white people expect and. <laughs> And, and on one hand, it's a shame that he has to do that. But on the other hand, uh, is that's how he bilks money from dumbass white people. So, hey, I so, I, 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 I fully support. Yeah, Bill Letter Little, Little Feather becoming running gazelle. Yeah, talking if, with that that cadence that white people expect Native yeah. Americans to speak with. Oh, like, I am uh, running the gazelle. Uh, <laughs> years ago, the the gators came from the Great Spirit above. And then they leave, and he's like, "Can you believe these motherfuckers?" Yeah, I can't believe exactly. Them. So, okay. so the so Dave Shilley begins to tell me about how the the natives are all the time calling for him, calling to him for help with skunk apes, because they know he's the expert. Yeah. He knows all about the skunk apes, and he's like, "And and just last weekend, I had some of the Indians call me over to uh, to help out because they there was a, a breeding." pair of skunk apes that had nested in a grove of alder trees and they called me to help them out help them do what like help i don't them know fly? like 
scare him off, deliver the baby? What? Lamaze? Why? why I was gonna say, why can't they just be there and bone? I don't, why does Dave have to get involved in so, this? And, and my immediate thought was, like you were just saying, like they're just fucking with this dude, right? Like, like every <laughs> yeah. once in a while, it's a slow night at the rec center on the res, and and somebody's like, hey, uh, hey, hey, Jim, hey, Bill, Bob, hey, come over here. Want to uh, want to call up that uh, dumbass white guy and fuck with him again? Yeah, sure. That's always good for a laugh. They pick up the phone, <laughs> ring, call, call up the Skunk Ape Research Headquarters. Hello, Dave Sheely, Skunk Ape Research Headquarters. Hello, hey, this is <clears throat> <Yeah>. this heap big <laughs> moon buffalo <laughs> would like to Uh-oh. speak white man of Skunk Ape. And he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, Moon Buffalo. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, what do you need? What do you need? Uh, yes. Uh, uh, how? <laughs> Oh, yes. How? How? Of course. Yeah. How are you doing? Yes. Um, we shut the fuck up, guys. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Sorry. Excuse me, white man. We see two, two skunk ape. Tell him it's heap big skunk ape. Two heap big skunk ape mating in nest of alder grove tree. Redskin man need white skin man's help <laughs> with skunk ape. You think he's buying it? <clears throat> well, you, can can white man Dave Sheely come help help Indian tribe? And then he's like, "Yeah, of course." <laughs> oh, you noble savages! So, yeah. So, so at, at that point, I'm, this is running through my head. And out of nowhere, Dave Sheely goes, shh. <laughs> and he looks out back to the back area where, where uh, Fergal had gone before. Yeah. And he says, follow me. Like in a real serious voice. And he runs off through these turnstiles leading into the back area. And I'm like, what the f- Okay, I'm still taking a shit. So I, uh, I follow him out there to find that he, uh, he really uh, had to spray a dog with a hose. Oh, that's what he was. There was just a, there was a dog back there, and it barked, and he was spraying it with a hose. Okay, but like his the way he indicated, shh, follow me, was like it's back. The skunk ape is back from deployment. You, you were going to see some to the shit. headquarters. They're like, what the fuck's going on? No, there's a dog, and he's spraying it with a hose. Oh, um, well. So he disappears. He fucks off. I forget where he said he had to go. And then a couple minutes later, I'm looking around. This place is covered, just full of, just stuffed with. Beautiful, exotic animals, reptiles and birds and spiders and, and, and scorpions. And, and, and you can look out the window and see gators and gator pens. And, and Fergal shows back up and he asked me uh, if I had paid the entrance fee. And I said, no, Dave just told me to come back here because he had to spray a dog with a hose. And he's like, <laughs> oh, that's fine, whatever. So then Ibe walks back, and, and he's like, oh, did you pay the fee? And he's like, no, I, I didn't know I had to. He's like, that's fine, whatever, I don't care. Which animals do you want to see? And he proceeds to take us on this whirlwind tour of just, he has like like a 150-pound albino Burmese python. He's got a reticulated python. He's got this 300-pound snake in the back that it's too big for anyone to pick up. But he urges us to tickle it. Because it's ticklish. And he opens up. It's a giant enclosure. He's like, reach in there and tickle it. So you just start tickling its belly, and it starts eh, jiggling around. That and that would not be my first thing I'd want to do to a big python. Hey, uh, I know what you want to do to a big python. Hey. Uh, uh, yeah, I... 
he uh, he had a snapping turtle, a morbidly obese snapping turtle, and he took some pride in the fact that he fed it so well it didn't even snap anymore. And he demonstrated this by putting his finger into the tank and poking it in the nose. Yeah. And he did, honest to God, he looked a little disappointed that it didn't try to bite his finger off. But it didn't. But he let us, let's see, he let us hold chill-ass iguana, couple of, uh, I had a, I had a, a, a gorgeous red macaw on my shoulder who, it was a little, little bitey, but left a little bruise on my shoulder. But then he had this uh, cockatiel that loves people. It was adorable. And it wants to touch people as often as possible. So if it sees people, it's crying to get out of its cage so it can be on your shoulder. And if there's more than one person, it will cry until they're standing next to each other so it can put one foot on each shoulder. So it can be touching right. more people. Uh, he had an African gray that you would try to get to talk, and it would just ignore you. But the second you walked out of the bird area, you'd hear, come here. Hey, what are you doing? Hey, come here. And you walk back. Are you back. sure it was the bird and not Fergal? Now, Fergal was with us. Oh, okay. He was so. he was in the reptile area. You walk back, and I'm like, bird, are you talking? Just looking around. Just ignoring me. That fucking dickhead bird. Maybe he can throw his voice. For Possibly. Uh, and, he, and he had a four-foot juvenile alligator. And like everything else, he urged us to hold it. And I've held baby alligators before at places where they'll, like, electrical tape its mouth shut so it can't bite you. I said, uh, aren't you going to tape its mouth shut? And Fergal goes, nah, just don't put your hand by its mouth. You'll be fine. Oh, good point. Yeah, it's, a, it's an excellent point. Safety. I line, like it. Right? I like yeah. his safety for Cole. <laughs> yeah. He had none, and I loved it. Which is why I went back the next year. But uh, as we were on our way out, uh, Fergal is like, where are you guys going? You can't. You haven't held the other snake yet. There's another snake? <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, like, for $5, there's this. It's small, but it's it's got this, this little exotic animal petting zoo. With just a ton of different reptiles and amphibians and birds. And you can't beat that deal. Can't beat it. That's, so, that's good. I mean, you could get a foot long at Subway or you could pet some reptiles. Yeah, and the foot long's only 11 inches. Yeah. They got sued for that. Which so bullshit, yeah. Yeah, I never saw Dave Sheely again on that trip. And when we went back the next year and, and took a, another friend with us who uh, admittedly uh, at least 50% of the reason we begged for him to go on this trip with us was because there's an old story that goes back to high school that he was raped by a puma in eighth grade. And we didn't tell him that there was a 30-foot fiberglass puma. We just w pulled up and said, all right, now go get your picture with it. <laughs> and he did. He's a good sport about it. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, Dave Shelley wasn't there that year either. But we, I mean... Even though Fergal was okay with letting us not pay because Dave had just kind of invited me back to spray a dog with a hose, spray I a dog like, with a hose. I paid. I, I'm, I'm not gonna. That, that was that was five fucking dollars. Of course, I'm gonna yeah. do it. So we went back again the next year and 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 paid for real this time. But Dave Shealy was never to be found. Um, so I haven't been there since 2012, and I would dearly love to go again and meet Dave Shealy and ask whatever happened to that Discovery Channel documentary and maybe pick up some souvenirs this time now that I have a real boy's job. And to see if there's any dogs that need spraying with a hose. Yeah, and to see if he really does, if he has turned it into a headquarters for the Everglades skunk ape population. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that, That'd be a fun trip. We should, mm -hmm. we, we should do that sometime. Po podcast on 
on location at the Skunk Ape Research I, Headquarters. That would be a, that'd be amazing. Dave could come on and talk to us. Yeah, just like just like bring a little recorder down with us, or just do or it on the phone, Virgil. whatever. Yeah, Virgil could talk. Oh yeah, he's he's cool, dude. Like he is just fucking deep south, crusty ass redneck, but he was a real nice guy. And yeah, fewer teeth the second time you went. Didn't count. I didn't, didn't. Well, I didn't. Didn't. Oh, well, I'm just thinking, like, if he only had four the first time, it wouldn't take too long to count again. <laughs> but he told us this story about a, he had this gator that just wouldn't eat. It wouldn't eat. And you know, normally he would feed gators by just throwing a raw chicken or two in the in the pond, and then they'd eat it. And this one didn't want to eat, so his solution was to just, like uh, Steve Irwin style, just jump on its back and wrench its jaws open from behind and cram a chicken down its throat. Oh. Yeah. He's right next to like- Irwin. Like a live chicken, a dead one. Oh, well, maybe like a, that's like a why raw, the like gator a... didn't want to eat a pre-dead chicken. He wanted to kill it. Yeah, but I guess it's always worked with the other gators before. Oh, I don't. You know, I'm not a real big gator feeder. No, me neither. It's actually not something I've never done before. I've 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 only done it probably twelve or thirteen times. I've never fed a gator either. Because you just keep your hands away from its mouth and you'll be fine. Yeah, that's well. According to Fergal, that's <laughs> yeah. all you got to do. Yeah. Man, I need to learn his name one of these days. So, I don't yeah. know. If we ever go down there and podcast, I want to ask him. If he says Fergal, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to shit. And not for 45 minutes. So, uh, so yeah, that's my, that's my story about meeting a real-life uh, cryptozoologist. And, and just like every other cryptozoologist, you see him in pictures. He has, uh, you know, an explorer's cap on and a vest mm. and, and yeah. cargo shorts. Now the the crypto the cryptid researcher that that I had my experience with, um, I never met him, but in all the pictures. Well, hey, hey, hey! Let's save that for another show. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're running along on this one. Okay. We're about thirty minutes, so I bet we can get a whole show out of your cryptids researcher story. I I don't know. Well. It, pretty short we'll see we'll see what we okay but at any point i'll be wanna, next week then. yeah we'll do we'll do that next week so okay. uh um we will have uh shows for the next few weeks uh probably blake list for a little while but that's balake. okay yeah no balake he's too busy uh making a crappy zombie show but he did get he's to meet it. he did get to meet george r martin george r r martin on set a couple of years ago what yeah, he was on the show. He did a cameo on the show as a dead zombie George R. R. Martin. Wow, I didn't know that guy like ever left his house. Yeah, I, I saw him at a book signing. He does seem like the kind of dude that would never leave. Yeah, but he's uh, too busy not writing The Winds of Winter to That's be at true. his house. All right. Well, we we already know what happens in it, thanks to the show. So I don't. I don't know. I'd be willing to bet that they altered some stuff, or he didn't tell them everything. And I haven't watched the show because I'm. I want to get it straight from the books. If like if he dies, then I'll watch the final seasons of the show. But yeah. until then, I'm holding back. All right. So, uh, any final words? Butthole and wiener. Cool. All right, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to the Hidden Zoo. As always, be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes.
Thanks again for listening to The Hidden Zoo. If you like the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher or Google Podcasts. Or is it Apple Podcasts instead of iTunes right now? Whatever it is. I don't know what the fuck it is. Subscribe to us. Leave us a rating and a review. Tell your friends about us. And you can follow us on uh, Facebook at the hidden, uh, Facebook.com slash The Hidden Zoo and on uh, Twitter at The Hidden Zoo. And, uh, yeah, this is what we like to do, and we want to do more of it. So the more people that hear us, the more we can do it. And uh, it's, a, it's a glorious cycle. Thanks again, and we will see you next week. Thank you.